What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hello, my loves. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited to have you. So this month, was all about, right? We were talking the content of difficult conversations and the content that we have in our heads when it comes to self-talk. So today I really want to kind of just drive content in your business and how to make sure you're utilizing content to your advantage. Now, when I say content, you're probably thinking about some blog posts or Instagram, YouTube videos, you know, and yes, those are all content, but I mean content in a more holistic sense, if you will, like a full ecosystem kind of way. I'm talking about content as the message behind your brand. So we can get down to the micro level of what you should have as a call to action in your blog posts or the three things you should be saying in an Instagram video. Like I'm I'm happy to talk about that, but first I really want to talk about just the macro level of this and figuring out the messaging that you want to be giving your audience. And in my own experience, both running blogs and being a entrepreneur, you have to nail down the message first. And it's super, super difficult to do, especially if you have shiny object syndrome, FOMO, whatever you want to call it. Just what I think of it is as an inability to stick your flag in the ground and say, this is what I'm about. I think that especially for new entrepreneurs, it's incredibly difficult to make that step. And it's something that a lot of entrepreneurs, even well-seasoned struggle with, you know, in the right direction. Am I saying the right message to the right people? Am I not? Am I, you know, so I understand absolutely the fear that goes behind picking a message and sticking to it wholeheartedly. It's, it's scary because it segments you from other people, right? And it it can be very intimidating, but the rewards of it, so worth it. And let me tell you why. Recently, I had done an exercise. I I might've learned this from somebody. I can't think of anybody, but I'm sure this has just been in the, the clusterfuck of my head. That is my brain. I started thinking about the pillars that I have for Beige House content. And if you're not aware, Beige House is my lifestyle blog. It started out as a home decor blog, mostly because we were moving into a home and buying stuff for a home is expensive. So I started a home decor blog so that I could work with sponsors and get stuff for free, or maybe even get paid to do post stuff, you know? So it started out as a business idea of having this home decor platform, but 
I began to realize that I don't really have a lot of things to say when it comes to home decor. I don't, I'm not a, I, I'm a DIY person, but I'm not a DIY tutorial person, if that makes sense. So like the thought of doing projects regularly and making sure I document them and talk about it, like it just, it, it wasn't a natural fit for me. And so the blog began to evolve a little bit to include more things that I learned were becoming important to me. And that was houseplants, which is houseplants are important to me, but there you have it. Houseplants, um, mindset, meditation, and essentially sustainable living not really like compost or anything, but more being cognizant of your choices when it came to buying new, as opposed to thrift shopping or, you know, just, it, it just became this more mindful life. And I realized that I really need to focus on figuring out what that message is, especially when I, when I came to my social media and particularly my Instagram and YouTube, because those are the two platforms that I'm really focusing on this year. So when I started looking at the content I was making and my content schedule, I started to realize that a lot of that didn't, a lot of the pieces that I was going to work on weren't really representing these four pillars. So I started rethinking this and figuring out I can't just keep trying to post what I think is going to be popular or SEO friendly or what have you. Like I need to find a strategy to make sure that all content that I'm creating going forward is giving off the same message that I want it to be, which is creating a more mindful life. Whether that means creating a more mindful life in your mind <clears throat> with your mindset, or if that means creating a better atmosphere with houseplants, or if that means being intentional with your purchasing and buying secondhand to remove these things from potentially being in landfills or whatever you think, like just, oh, and travel or being intentional with your travel plans and setting up these goals to have, practice better self-care by getting out of your space. I mean, granted, can't get out of our spaces right now, but maybe someday we'll get to travel again. <laughs> so pick these four pillars and decided that this was going to be my messaging going forward. And anything that I post, whether it's a video, a picture, a blog post, a tweet, whatever, is going to have to fit into one of these four pillars because I want my people to understand what they can find when they come to me. And I don't want it to be one day it's about Louis Vuitton and the other day it's about eco-friendly clothing. Like, I, I, I don't want... I want to pick my people and I want to serve them. And so that's what I'm trying to get through in this, in this convoluted message of take the stand and take the time to take the stand to say, this is what you can expect from me and my business. And I'm good with that. And I want you to be excited about it. There are going to be people that are like, no, I, I don't want that. And they're going to leave if you've been established for a while. That's fine. Because they're just diluting your reach anyways. So let them go. You know, one thing I've been doing recently is going into my Instagram account and pushing followers out who either are spam or bots or don't, aren't, aren't my target market. And it's mostly been, you know, Russians or people who um, don't have English as their primary language, not for any racist reasons or anything, but because I can't serve them. You know, my, my content isn't in Spanish and, or Russian or Polish, or, you know, it, my content is in English. It's about 
mindful living. So if I can't serve them, I've been removing them mostly, you know, to be fair, these people whom I'm removing, I don't know them, which means that they haven't been interacting with me. So they're diluting my engagement. I'd rather have 7,000 followers who are super than 10,000 followers who get a diluted message and I don't get to reach the people I want to reach. Do you know what I mean? So I want you to think this week about your message, who you're serving, and how you can better get out to serving them. Whether it's like me pushing people out who are, aren't interested in your message and are just taking up space or retooling your pillars to your, I guess, value pillars, if you want to call it that, to who you want to serve and how you're going to serve them, or thinking about where you're serving these people. So one big proponent, I, I, one big thing I'm a proponent of is not being everywhere and not being everything to all people. So I have this post on my blog about what social media platforms you should be on. And the long and the short of it is you should be where your people are. You should not be everywhere because that's just going to take more time and resources. So I know a lot of us are having a FOMO about any platform you're not on. I'm not on Snapchat. I'm not on TikTok. I've tried TikTok and just, I don't want to be on it. I'm focusing on Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube. Those are my platforms that I really want to focus on because those are where my people are. I'm Facebook and Twitter are automated. They're just there because they are. And I don't focus on them. I don't focus on them because I can't serve people there the most effective ways. So I want you to think about that too. Spend the weekend thinking about what your message is, who you're serving, how you can get to them better and figuring out where they are. Don't try and be everything everywhere to everyone. It won't work. It'll burn you out. And you know me, I'm the queen of burning out. Don't let yourself get burned out by trying to be the loudest in all arenas. You can't be the loudest everywhere. You can be the most effective somewhere. Does that make sense? So I hope that was helpful. Leave me, shoot me a question. If you have any questions about this, I'm happy to answer you. Uh, we have the link in our show notes, but it's at meganbrame.com slash ask, and you'll be able to just shoot me a question, ask me what's up, or to further deep dive into this, happy to do so. But in time, I will talk to you guys next week. It's a whole new month coming up. I am so pumped for that. I am so pumped to let you know all about the new content that's going to be coming at my new interviews. Thank you so much for joining me this month. I'm so glad we're back together. I will talk to you next week. Hey guys, one more thing before you go. Could you do me a favor and leave a review of this episode? It would help me out so much and get the word out to other people. If you could just drop a review, I would really appreciate it.